unfiltered, unapologetic, uncaged. You're tuned in to Black Radio Uncensored, where social media and social commentary collide. If you dish it, be ready to take it. Are y'all ready? Let's go! Rowan Key, how y'all feel out there? Yo, 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 this is Ro J, your host. And this is Key, one of the hardest working ladies in Duval County, baby. Hey. 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 What's up, cousin? What's going on? Hey, I'm relaxing like the Jacksons, nigga. What's happening with you? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You're looking good. Mm-hmm. So are you. So are you. Hey, man. I'm telling you, I don't know what y'all weather looking like, but it's raining in Duval. Man, my feet cold, so it's cold outside. I think it snowed this morning a little bit. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I believe it. Trust me. My feet cold as hell, too, because it's chilly here. Yeah, yeah. I ain't put no socks on. I'm just sitting up here barefooted. Me too, I'm thugging. <laughs> I'm thugging. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Shit, we we got a we got a lot going on this week, man. They've been talking a lot of shit, especially about that goddamn Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl was pretty good. Now, you know, I'm not a um uh football, you know, I don't watch football like that, but um I wanted to see Usher. Of course, with the uh, halftime, uh, mm-hmm. which that was pretty good. You know, it was good and everything. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, I wanted to... Um, at first, actually, I, I wanted to uh, come on uh, early to catch Audra Day. I think she did the um, the Black National Anthem. So mm-hmm. I, I saw that. I wasn't impressed mm-hmm. with that. I was upset. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the game? Would I don't you, really would watch. You I, don't watch I don't watch the. Um, I don't watch uh, football, so yeah, I, I can't tell you about the game. So that that'd be you to tell everybody about the game and the highlights and all that type shit. Man. I was just here for the music mm. and to see what black people was doing and what what they were. You know, that's all. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was short, and brief. It was entertaining. I wasn't rooting for neither one of them. I was I was kind of upset. I I did want it for the Niners. To, to pretty much get it, ain't one in a long time. But you know, mm-hmm. goddamn, Mahomes came through as mm-hmm. usual. Mm-hmm. 25, 22. I, man, shit. I mean, I, I, did, I, I wanted them to swift their ass out of there. Everybody I know was going for the Kansas City Chiefs anyway. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. That, that fucking goddamn swifty shit. I, I ain't like all that shit. Your boy was acting like a damn fool oh. with the coach when he, yeah, man. Oh. oh. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift boyfriend? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I kept Chelsea. seeing when she put, he uh, pushed him or something like that. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, that bitch was mad. Put me in the game, coach. Mm. Yeah, that nigga was acting crazy. But, hey, they came through for a lot of people that wanted to see that shit. Uh, I wasn't goddamn impressed. Mm. Nah, but the Super Bowl part of the entertainment is, is ushering on them. That was, I enjoyed that shit. It was one of the best. Wasn't the best. But it was one. It was a good show. Good, mm-hmm. good. You was, was bragging on that joint. You was acting like that was the best one. That's why I can put my Michael Jackson up so I can remind yeah, y'all. After you, 
I mean, he good and all that. What? When you brought me all the way back to the 90s and shit, I I seen. (laughs) God damn it. And Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation, she showed out too. So it was a a lot of good performances. Even Rihanna was good. So Yeah, 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 it has been a lot of good performances. But, you know, everybody um, was just talking about people stepped their game up for those Super Bowl mm-hmm. halftime performances after Michael Jackson and and Prince. Because remember, even when Prince did his shit, um, when he started doing Purple Rain at the Super Bowl, it oh, actually boy, started raining. Crazy. It actually started raining. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that was powerful. So people just pretty much <laughs> stepped their game up with, this, with the halftime performances after our uh, biggest entertainer showed off. So that's why I was mm-hmm. like, Usher did his thing. You know, I ain't going to take nothing away from him and stuff. Um, it was comical. I saw a lot of stuff in the news this week, but they was dogging the hell out of Jermaine Dupree and them goddamn socks he was wearing. Um, yeah. his, his little uh, uh, Wizard of Oz um, munchkin outfit he had on. They were <laughs> yeah, going yeah. off on that. <laughs> Luda was, Luda was, I love Luda had his fro. That shit was, that, that shit was a throwback. Bigger and bigger, ain't it? <laughs> Hey, you know, you know, a lot of motherfuckers wish they had that type of afro. I know we that's had a head right. Full of hell. That's true. Now. That's true. Hey, I'll take hey, it. You got to get it. to him now. <laughs> yeah. But shit, yeah. the motherfuckers, hey, he get some of that shit away for weed. Cause that shit was that shit was thicker <laughs> than a motherfucker. He had a real deal afro, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, that, good. Yeah, that though. shit was nice. It was good to see all that. When your boy uh, Will I Am came out, I thought that was Kanye. I'm like, what the fuck, Kanye doing okay. on stage? <laughs> you did, yeah, yeah he did. Kind of favor. I thought he it did. was. You know, I don't keep up with how everybody looking and stuff. Now I did pay attention yeah. to um Lil John. I saw oh, Lil yeah. John and got some real teeth. He got his real teeth. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they real, but I know that he got but, them, them ugly ass goals out his mouth. He yeah, don't gain yeah, a little yeah, weight. Yeah. Don't gain a little weight. He look, he look like a grown man now. Yeah, yeah. He brought Atlanta. He, he brought us the people. He brought the yeah. throwback. Definitely back. That was real sweet. And and, and Alicia Keys, she looked really nice. And you know that was controversial too when he was grinding, hugging up on her. Yeah. What number love to me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But hey, even Mean Gene said that was disrespectful. Now he said that. Hey, is, yeah, you know, he a lot was of a little disrespectful. Know. Now y'all know, ever since. Uh, Kiki Palmer was grinding with him <laughs> and started up. We didn't hear nothing about little Kiki until uh, Usher grind on her ass. Telling you. And then all of a sudden, her whole life, her whole personal life went to a shambles. Everything came out, boy. <laughs> he was getting her ass beat up and all. So yeah, she got her ass fucked up that night when she got back to the eyes. Right. You know, so yeah, that shit that was crazy. controversy and shit. But, yeah, you know. yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. But, you know, I got to bring us back down because, you know, black people, we always happy and, and, and all ready, set and go for some entertainment. But uh, the, like I said, when I started off, I was talking about Audra Day doing um, the black national anthem. Mm-hmm. Now, um, of course, I got two issues I want to talk about with the audience today. Um the the national anthem. Now, I remember when I was telling you at the beginning, Key, I really don't watch football. And mm. I've been that way. Like, I used to watch it on and off because, you know, my husband and my son, they're both Redskins fans or, quote, unquote, the commanders now. But, um, you know, in my house, football be on on Sundays. 
Okay, point mm-hmm. blank. Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, whatever. Uh, they serious about it. But when all that shit went down with Colin Kaepernick, right? Um, right. It just made me pause and think about, you know, what it is. I've never liked the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, because I know what it's rooted in. Mm-hmm. And I also told you, um, uh, I told the audience in the very beginning of the podcast, one of our first episodes, I mentioned, you know, my son went to an HBCU. Right. And before every game, you know, both of those anthems are the Black National Anthem and the National Anthem. You know, they do both of those at the beginning of every game. Okay, and I think mm-hmm. that's worldwide. Like, everybody uh, across the U.S., you know, their schools, um, at least I know black schools, they'll do that. You know, they do the black one, but they always want to include the, the, the white one. So, mm-hmm. my problem I had, being that this wasn't, you know, this wasn't HBCU, is that everybody and their mama, okay, mm-hmm. all these black folks stood up and put their fucking hand on their heart for the national anthem, right? Huh, right. Knew every motherfucking word to that first stanza of the Star Spangled Banner. But now, when Lift Every Voice and Sing come on, niggas was sitting down. Niggas didn't know the words. Y'all nah, finna just say that shit. Uh, looking stupid. Just looking stupid. So, and it was funny because when everybody was standing up, with a hand on their heart for the national anthem, I was sitting down in my seat because I was never going to stand, never going right. to put my hand on it. That's some shit that we were made to do in elementary school. Correct. You Correct. see what I'm saying? I didn't do it then. Yeah, it was like customary. That's what they yep. taught us. We were kids, right? Yeah. So yep. when I you know, got older, more militant, start reading and understanding mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. I never stood and never... Paid that shit any mind going forward, but bringing right. this, bringing us back to this um, Colin Kaepernick and beyond. Again, my son at the HBCU, niggas standing up, hand on the heart for the national anthem, and then when the black national anthem come on, niggas don't know the words and they sitting down. So now here I am standing up, singing the shit, me and my husband, mm-hmm. and niggas mm-hmm. sitting down looking stupid. I lost it. I can't stand that shit. And this also goes back to this weekend to the Super Bowl, right? Okay. Right. You got your girl, Audrey Day. First of all, I noticed that they had her sing that before the game, like before the game. Like, mm-hmm. you see how when the National Anthem and Reba McIntyre did the National Anthem, it was right. All the players was there and they was getting ready to jump on the field. They did the Black National Anthem a little earlier. Right. And mm-hmm. it wasn't in that setting. It looked like it was kind of I don't know what the fuck that was. I didn't like it. I, I, I thought it was kind of right. separated or segregated in the way they did that. There was no back to back like how they played uh, uh, your boy uh, Post Malone did America the Beautiful. Then they showed Reba McIntyre doing it like that was kind of like in some type of unison. Mm-hmm. Our shit was done as a just a throw in. I, I felt like that's how I felt. I'm like, right, why, is, right. why is this, like, I don't know. I, it just didn't sit right with me. But anyway, that's not even the big point. The point of the matter is, um, and I'm going to play a clip 
so that people can kind of understand why I'm angry right now. And then I want to kind of fold that into the problem that I have with everything going on in social media. Nobody black paid any attention, made Mm -hmm. any note. There was no outrage, none, for the fact that all of these people were actually talking trash because, again, I wasn't impressed because I don't think it was done in unison with America the Beautiful and the National Anthem. It, it was sure like, wasn't. so, you know, I don't, I don't just don't feel that way. And because it wasn't, they still was talking shit. Let me play this clip and then we'll go from there. Now, last night, just like at many a sporting event, more than one national anthem was sang, okay? They do it all the time, especially in boxing. If there's a fighter from another country, someone will do their national anthem. I've seen the Canadian national anthem, the Mexican national anthem saying it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And in a sport that has a very high percentage of black players, performing the black national anthem makes sense to me. And Andrea Day performed it last night. Representative Matt Gaetz said on X, they're desecrating America's national anthem by playing something called the black national anthem. Mike Lojcik said there's no such thing as a black national anthem. We are all Americans united by our great and beautiful Star Spangled Banner. The Super Bowl is supposed to bring us together. Together. It's a disgrace that the NFL decided to push the politics of racial division again. C.J. Pearson wrote on X, Before tonight's Super Bowl, as a young, black, and proud American, let me make myself clear, there is only one national anthem. As there is only one United States of America, and it's for everyone, white, black, yellow, and even maroon. He said the left's agenda of division isn't just needless, it's exhausting. Listen, man, have any of y'all ever stopped to think there would be no division if y'all didn't cause it? If they would simply acknowledge the Black National Anthem for what it is, there wouldn't be an issue. And what it is, is a promise of the freedom, liberty, and justice America promised all people under the Constitution, okay? It was written at a crucial time in American history, all right, when Jim Crow was replacing slavery and African Americans were searching for an identity of their own. Author and activist James Weldon Johnson wrote the words of the poem which his brother John Rosamond Johnson then set to music. So if you believe in the freedom of all Americans, if you believe in equality for all Americans, if you truly do believe in liberty and justice for all, the lift every voice and sing wouldn't bother you. Not even a little bit, okay? It was first performed in Jacksonville, Florida to celebrate President Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Abraham Lincoln, you know him, right? He issued the Emancipation Proclamation that freed the slaves. The song was written as a hopeful appeal for the liberty of black Americans. It was the promise of freedom. If you don't like the song, then you simply don't like seeing black people free. I don't expect Matt Gates and Mike Lloydchick to know this, but C.J. Pearson, you're a black person. You have to know this. That is... You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There see, it is. That's that's it. Simply say it. Yes. Now that was, of course, Charlemagne the God on the Breakfast Club. Um, excellent commentary on that. That's why I played it because I want y'all to get some type of background on mm-hmm. what I'm about to take y'all through today. Okay. And I'm talking to black folk, white folk, Megan Kelly. Let me let me, let me just because I got something to say to you, motherfuckers. Okay, <laughs> Megan Kelly. This what this white bitch said. This fucking stank bitch. I don't give a mm. fuck. Hold on. She said, um, the so-called, this this white bitch, the so-called black national anthem does not belong at the Super Bowl. We already have a national anthem, and it includes mm. everyone. Ooh. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck, fuck you, you, man. That bullshit. Mike Lorchek. Carrie Lake, Lauren Bobart, uh, uh, Matt Gates, this cracker. Now, you heard what uh, uh, Charlemagne said. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker talking about something called uh, uh, 
um, the national, an- I mean, the black national anthem denigrated, denigrated, or desecrated, motherfucker. trying to desecrate on the national anthem. Fuck you, cracker. Man, Matt come Gates, on, fuck man. you. Like, that type shit, they just talk so much shit, right? All these crackers. Always. Then you get this young black boy, C.J. Pearson. This is a fucking youngin' that parents, ball, who, who parents drop the fucking ball. Sit mm. up there and said, it's only one national anthem. This nigga Ooh. don't fucking read. Tell me he's a scholar. But you don't even Jeez. know what the fuck the Star Spangled Banner mean. Now, this is why I'm so fucking angry. And y'all wonder why I stay angry. Because guess what? There was no outrage from the black community with all these crackers. Like I said, y'all always talking shit about Black people and what we say and do to each other, but y'all never attack these crackers when they openly disrespect us as a people, as a group. Forget all of the individual shit that we go through, you know, all these onesies, twosies and shit like that. Mm -hmm. We're talking about as a whole, as a group. I go back to what I was beginning to talk about at that HBCU game when niggas just sat there looking stupid when the black national anthem was played. You people are fucking lost. Black people are lost. And like I said last week, y'all, I don't see no fucking hope when we sit around and next week we're going to go into something very important, something that Dr. Umar, he did a very great clip this week. I got so much material this week, I cannot go back and play it this week because I got too much on the uh, uh, roster for today. But black people, you are lost anytime you stand your motherfucking asses up. And see, like we talked about, Key, Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. we know why he did what he did. We know why he knelt. He knelt yeah, because damn right. of the injustices and the abuse against black people. This was a black man taking a stance. That's why I respected it. So when you ask me about the football game, that's why I don't fucking uh, uh, watch the football game because, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, white people like Megyn Kelly and people, they feel like, you know, the black, we don't belong anyway. They just tolerating us. They dealing with us because we're here and there's nothing they can fucking do about it because it's too many of us for them to just fucking ship our ass back to where Mm -hmm. they claim we we came from. As if if civilization didn't birth they funky asses as well. You know what I'm saying? So so let's go back again because again, I'm going to tell y'all y'all try to follow me because I'm all over the place because I'm angry. (laughs) And when I'm angry, I just be talking. I'm all over the place, but I'm trying to make a whole bunch of different points here. Point. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, black people, there were there was no outrage when these crackers spoke against the black national anthem. And, and I'm like, what are y'all gonna when are y'all gonna stand for something? This is so embarrassing that white people, that's why they feel like they can say shit like Megan Kelly mm-hmm. and dumbass mm-hmm. CJ Pearson. There actually is a black boy. Like I said, he's a boy, because his and his parents didn't do a good job raising his raising stupid him, yeah. ass. To say some shit about it's only one now. Motherfucker, no, it's not. We have our own anthem. And no, the Star Spangled Banner is not our anthem. Do y'all motherfuckers actually know what the fucking, uh, um, what Francis Scott Key was? He was a fucking racist. racist. He was a racist bitch ass cracker. Okay? What we would classify as a cracker. This is a racist ass dog. 
right, that wrote some shit. Now, of course, just like with everything else, the white man has whitewashed the Star Spangled Banner. There you go. Just because they don't sing or recite the whole Star Spangled Banner in full don't mean it's okay for niggas to stand y'all raggedy asses up and put your fucking raggedy ass arms on your fucking heart and pledge and allegiance to this shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Let me read this shit for you motherfucking niggers. Okay, because that's what you are. Okay, because you're not an educated black man. You a mm -hmm. fucking nigger. And I'm not talking about the nigger that we fucking uh, 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 give props to and be having fun with. And the nigger term that we use to motherfucking uh, uh, um, vindicate ourselves or separate ourselves from that nasty ass past that you all had dawned upon us. I'm talking about the niggers that are content with letting these crackers control us and say what they want to say while y'all sit fucking quiet. No brainless ass motherfuckers, Motherfuckers man. that don't read and research. We got fucking Google at your fingertips and you won't even use that. You got fucking YouTube. If you don't want to read, you can look at fucking colorful pictures and hear colorful sounds <laughs> by going to YouTube, motherfuckers. But it's a way that you go about shit. Mm -hmm. Research it. Let me read this racist ass shit for you dumb motherfuckers once again who stand up and put your fucking hand on your heart. This is what this is the third stanza that the crackers took out. We'll just sing as the, usual. We'll just sing the first part. It sounds a little <laughs> acceptable. You know they're not gonna yeah. read the rest they of it anyway. That they're shit. not gonna understand it anyway. Yep. So here it, here it is for you dumb motherfuckers. And where is the band? who so valiantly swore that the havoc of war and battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more. Here it go, y'all. This is for you niggers. Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. Let hmm. me read that part one more time, niggas. One more time, That's what they talking about in the fucking uh, 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 national anthem that you motherfuckers stand up to. It said, their blood, nigga, they talking about your people. Yo, pe mm -hmm. They talking about your ancestors, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, your great-great-grandparents. Okay? Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. From the, from the terror of flight or the mm. gloom of the grave and the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave or the land of the free and home of the brave. Let me call. I'm going to say it again. Key, I'm shaking. I'm so fucking I, mad. I know. And motherfuckers, ain't, when he say pollution, he ain't talking about nothing stink, motherfucker, like that. He talking about this is some real deal shit. Read that shit one more time. Their oh. blood, our blood, black mm. blood, has washed out their foul, he calling us foul, foul. footsteps, pollution. Thank okay? Mm. Listen. No refuge could save the hireling and slave. Okay? On, Let me read that part again, because I think I forgot that the first time. I'm so Come upset. On, I'm for my eyes jumping all over the page. It said, uh, no refuge. You know what that means, y'all? No refuge could save the hireling and slave. Now, let me go back 
into my notes because I had to look up hireling for people that don't know what hireling means. Hireling means a person employed to undertake menial mm-hmm. work, okay? The poorly paid hirelings in their shabby clothes. A person who works purely for material reward. But the 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 now the definition and noun a person employed because see we wasn't even employed because employed would insinuate that we was getting paid. No, no, we man, wasn't getting no, paid. No, no. This says a person who undertakes menial work. So that's what this fucking Star Spangled Banner was saying. The hireling. Let me read it again one more time for you niggas in the back. Okay, your fucking <laughs> precious national anthem that these crackers telling you. Okay. That you going to stand for or you're not going to get paid. That's why I don't fuck with NFL, Key. These mm-hmm. niggas sitting out I here running on a plantation, running that ball up and down the field. But before they do that, because see, if they want to do that and make their money, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. But don't stand up for this shit. All you motherfuckers mm-hmm. scared to kneel. Okay, Colin Kaepernick will forever have my respect because he had the guts to forever. fucking kneel. You don't fucking right. stand up for some motherfucker that tell you. Okay. Somebody that told they, you your your no refuge could save the hireling and slave, okay? The fucking menial worker, okay? And the slave, no refuge could save your motherfucking ass Mm-mm. from the flight from the terror of flight. So you running to get away, taking flight, meaning leaving, trying to run away, okay? That couldn't save your ass from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave, meaning, nigga, you could try to run all you want. Nothing can save your ass. We're going to catch your ass and bring you what? back there and you whip go. your ass or we're going to catch your ass and kill your ass and send you to the grave. Period. That's exactly what he stated. He said, we will Period. hunt you down and search. We'll leave you in terror because we will find you. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And y'all standing up to this shit? Are you serious? I'm Are serious. you fucking kidding me and I'm holding your hand? Oh, come on, motherfuckers. I'm dead ass serious. Man, I'm just saying, man, stop idolizing shit y'all don't know the history on. Y'all motherfuckers be tuned in to the wrong motherfucking shit. But then when it comes to some shit, a black a, a artist or a rapper or whatever, yeah. y'all want to zoom in on the wrong on the wrong fucking shit. Oh, mm-hmm. look what he got on. Look at his shoe. Look at Jerry. Come on, motherfucker. Look at your research. Know <laughs> what the fuck is going on. Standing up proudly and shit. Yeah, that shit be irking me. And like I said, we was at an HBCU game. Okay, well you know they're there for a purpose. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's a black, uh, uh, historically black institution. And you stand y'all motherfucking ass, asses up for the fucking Star Spangled Banner. Like, what is is that? Like, what is that? I'm trying to understand what that is. Is that hypocrisy? Is that a double standard? Is that uh, uh what is it? No, this racist motherfucker. Y'all out Are you fucking kidding me? Cause you don't know no better. What is it? it Black that, people, that, you it, got all that shit wrapped in one, like a gift around this motherfucker. <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> Let me open it up and see what I got. I don't know what I got, but I want it. Come on, man. Just whatever the white men say, they they no. they want you to do, or they set print, and you just go for it. I, I don't get that. I don't <laughs> get that. And then, like I said, even if. Even if, okay, 
and, and I can't even say that because there's no rationale for why anybody black would stand up for the national anthem after I just read um, Come on now. the after I read what has happened. I just read the shit, y'all. There's no like because it's the third verse, they took it out to fool you all. To yes, whitewash, to whitewash what Francis Scott Key's um uh message was. Cause they said, Oh yeah, that might that might offend them. We're not gonna ever get them to stand up and 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 play allegiance to our flag with that verse. So we'll just stop it at the first stanza and call it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. You yep. big dummy. But there, there, but there's no way you can read this, black people. The third stanza, Google the Star Spangled Banner. There's they always no wiping shit refuge away. refuge could save the hireling and the slave from the terror of flight and the gloom of the grave. Nothing to be fucking proud of. But yet, here we go with lift every voice and sing. Y'all don't know the words. You, 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 a lot of kids don't know. Um, it's a whole story to that. It's a lot of people that really don't know. You got crackers talking shit. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of that. What is this thing, the black man? What is Where that? Where did they get that from? They don't even fucking research. You know, I don't. Uh -huh. Of course, they're not going to research because they don't give a fuck anyway. They don't give a fuck. But, but guess what? It's not on them. It's on you as black folk to tell they motherfucking monkey mm -hmm. asses that no Stand motherfucker. fuck up. The, uh, the, the um, black national anthem, first of all, y'all, and let's, let's put some respect on this shit, okay? Um, everybody knows James Weld, well, in the black community, James Weldon yeah. Johnson, okay? Um, it particularly is particularly special to me because this man was born and raised in Duval, Duval. Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, um, he was a writer, a poet, an activist, um, mm -hmm. an educator, and a lawyer. Uh, to be honest, he was the first black. He was the first black person in Duval County to seek admission to the bar. He was also the first African-American admitted to the Florida bar. Okay. So right then and there, just off of those three things, the point that he's from Jacksonville, mm -hmm. he was an educator. As a matter of mm -hmm. fact, all this shit touches home. You know, he, him and his brother, John um, Rosamond Johnson, both of them went to Stanton. Okay. Mm. So mm -hmm. I'm a, uh, so you know that right there because I graduated from Stanton even though it's Stanton College Prep now, and and um it was Stanton College Prep when I when I went of course, but that's what people know it as now. But Stanton is the oldest black school in the state of Florida, um, all black school in the state of Florida, um, and this is where him and his brother went. This is where he taught at. And this is where mm -hmm. this song stemmed from. Now, of course, uh, the, the song was wrote as a poem to, uh, as a tribute to Abraham Lincoln. All of that good stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. his brother turned the song, uh, turned the poem into a song to honor uh, Booker T. Washington, who was actually visiting the school. But now I'm not mm -hmm. going to go too much into the history of it because that's what, what y'all need to do. 
Go research James Weldon Johnson. Go research mm-hmm. Lift Every Voice and Sing. I got another clip I'm going to play right quick, give you a little background, and then we're going to go into the actual song and what it meant to black people. Lift Every Voice and Sing actually started as a poem. It was first recited in the year 1900 by 500 school children at the All Black Stanton School in Jacksonville, Florida, as a tribute to President Abraham Lincoln's birthday. The creator of Lift Every Voice and Sing was James Weldon Johnson, a civil rights activist, lawyer, and school principal, who also wrote the poem to introduce Booker T. Washington, who was visiting his school. Johnson's brother, John Rosamond Johnson, put the poem to music, and it officially became a song. Once the NAACP adopted Lift Every Voice and Sing as its official Negro national anthem, the song took on a life of its own. A remake of Lift Every Voice and Sing was done in the 1990s by Melba Moore with fellow R&B artists like Stevie Wonder, Anita Baker, Dionne Warwick, and Bobby Brown. It was even recited during President Barack Obama's first presidential inauguration. Wherever you stand on what to actually call Lift Every Voice and Sing, chances are you fall into the bucket of people who just remember the first stanza. Beyond the politics around Lift Every Voice and Sing, the song itself is powerful in that it talks about staying hopeful, fighting injustice, and knowing the struggle our ancestors endured. It's a sense of pride for us. It's a celebration of freedom, okay? Uh, James Weldon Johnson wanted his poem to emphasize the power and the strength that black Americans possessed, okay? It was our story of struggle, triumph, and freedom. And how dare you niggas let these crackers Tell us otherwise, demean our shit, make our shit feel like it's less important, make that shit feel like, oh, it's nothing in comparison to the fucking nasty ass Star Spangled Banner that this cracker ass Francis, nasty ass racist Francis Scott Key wrote talking about slaves and the hirelings, Mm. right, Mm -hmm. that would never survive uh, a running away or getting laid in the grave. Come on, man. Are y'all kidding me right now? Like, this not rocket science, and I'm not fucking sitting up here yelling and saying some shit for the, just for, for the hell of it. This is a fucking message. Like I said, this is our story. The Black National Anthem is our fucking story to tell. It's about our struggle, triumph, and the fucking freedom. Freedoms that we really don't even have. You motherfuckers are still slaves. In the mind. Mm -hmm. I talked about this last week. Mentally, we're fucked. If y'all gonna sit up here and continue, like I said, Key, I heard nobody talk about it. It was a select bloggers that brought it up. Like I say, the Breakfast Club brought it up. Um, Stephen A. Smith talked about it a little bit. He tap danced on the shit because he worked for ESPN, so he couldn't say what he really probably needed to say. I ain't going to say he wanted to say it, but he going to people like to protect their jobs. I get that. But you still got to have these to make these motherfuckers respect us at some point. The line got to be drawn. And we're going to talk about that shit a little uh, later on in the podcast when we talk about Fonnie Willis. We're going to talk about that shit because that shit Mm -hmm. meant something. And we're going to go over that. But back to this. okay? black people again. Radio silence. 
And this is what I'm talking about. How are we, uh, how are we ever going to change anything if we don't demand respect? Mm-hmm. If we don't demand, uh, uh, um, you know, the, the, the same level of decorum that they give the Star Spangled Banner, y'all mm. need to demand that shit for the Black National Anthem. And that shit needs to be, like I said, half of those, I'm going to say, 75 to 90% of those players on the field are black. Yes, ma'am. They should not be standing there with their fucking hand on their heart. Okay, for the for the Star Spangled Banner, the Black National Anthem need to be played. That's what they need to be having their heart on because they finna play their heart out. That's what represents them, that the Black mm-hmm. National Anthem. And yeah, I know white people, they always, they never like, see, they don't start it some bullshit and they're going to get mad because we're proud and we want to celebrate it. And then you're going to try to downgrade it and black people, y'all let them do that. Come on, what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing, blacks? Mm. God damn. Um, Sleeping on shit. It's, it's, it's sickening. This song was wrote because of racism. This song was wrote during a polarizing time in American history, y'all. This shit was wrote post-Reconstruction and the Jim Crow era by James Weldon Johnson out of Jacksonville fucking Duval County, Florida. I'm very proud of that. And that's and that's mm-hmm. probably one of the reasons why I'm extra today because I'm proud of that. <laughs> yes. I'm proud of the song itself. It came from one of our homeboys. You know what I'm saying? No, um, I'm telling it, you. it actually means something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it right. but in the same sense that it pisses me off that I even got to rant to my own people the importance mm-hmm. of this song. And for people that don't even know the lyrics to this song, I think I um uh, talked about this. Didn't I talk about this? Um, I, I actually yeah. gave the lyrics. Um, yeah, you you talked about it uh, early in the podcast, right? And played the song actually, right? Well, I'm gonna play it again. Mm-hmm. God damn it! If you got to remembrance, fuckers that don't that forgot might not have heard the podcast. Uh, uh got right. kids or grandkids that that don't know what it is and what it sound like. Here, here we go. Lift every voice and sing till. Rise high as a 
And that ain't even the whole joint. But see, I'm not. We're, we're not even uh, 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 afraid to play the whole four stanzas of this song because every word <laughs> in the motherfucker is powerful. Right. But did you hear the words to that? Man. Anybody that listens to this song, I'm telling you, you cannot listen to this song. And when I heard the rendition from this young lady, uh, Tasha Cobb, I think that's her name. Mm. Beautiful rendition. Choiceful. Tasha Cobb's, I think, her uh, Leonard. Beautiful rendition. I've, I haven't heard it that well in a long time. Like, I like all type of versions. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, in HBCUs, I love to hear the the bands play I this. I bet that sounds It's a nice. beautiful feeling. Like, I'm mm -hmm. telling you. when I was It's rejoicing. Howard, when I was at Howard, and we get mm -hmm. ready for the football games and homecomings oh, and shit like that, and they play this shit, it's a big deal. I you, know you, it is. You feel this shit. This shit was wrote. With, 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 you know, us, our struggles, right. our pain, our tears, all this in mind. You can't possibly listen to this song and not mm -mm. feel. And that's what I'm saying. The strength in it, shit. And why do black people feel the need to ignore it or forget or, or not defend it to the very motherfuckers that cause the pain that's talking mm. shit, telling us the song means nothing? Are y'all kidding me? Shit. Nobody made a fuss about it this week, Key, and I was pissed. I started to go live on Monday yeah, yeah. after hearing this shit. <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, they didn't, and ain't nobody defended. Shit, Ooh, Lord, me. Mercy. Don't, they, shit, they don't like to defend a lot of shit. They should defend. They used to sing this shit in church. I bet that shit was, and when you sing it all together to a harmony, it's yes. beautiful. Yes, stand up with that hand on your heart mm, singing proudly. that proudly. When are we going to do that? When are we going to do that? Especially, we're dominating the fold. Half of, like I said, 75 to 90% of the football players are black. black. How dare these crackers tell us that they need to stand up and put their hand on the heart for they white shit that talked about killing our people mm. and putting them in the grave. You're going to put your hand on the heart for that, but stand up and look stupid and not defend. The shit of your ancestors, man, the shit is deplorable. And then had a destiny in the end zone to put in racism. It's Are you deplorable. And that's another thing I blame. Remember, I got upset. Well, my husband might remember. You might not remember, Key. I was upset mm. with Jay-Z because, see, Jay-Z is in charge now of all the entertainment and shit because he was supposed to be helping 
Call, uh, Colin and the, and the, mm-hmm. and the NFL um, combine this shit and be, get on one accord. Man. Now, the, okay, they don't allow the Black National Anthem. Like I said, they had that shit early on in the game, and, mm-hmm. and the shit was like an afterthought, just thrown in there. You know, it yep. wasn't. It didn't feel cohesive with the other two uh, songs or whatever. Right. But anyway. They got the end racism, like you said, in the end zone. Like, that's supposed to... Come on, they man. do little shit to appease us, yeah. and we're happy? Like I said, That I, shit I blame, didn't motherfucking impress me. I, I blame knew Jay-Z, the They were just throwing a curveball. That's all the fuck they were doing. I blame Jay-Z, too, because he yeah. needs to put his foot... He's going to be in the midst. He all at the table with these cracker boys. What are you... I'm not feeling it, man. It's not... Mm-hmm. Fe- I, whatever you did, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's yeah. not moving the needle. You know, it's not doing nothing for me. It's it, the pe- people are still disrespecting the song, don't know the song, still standing up, proud, singing for the white song. And 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 like I said, our song is an afterthought. Y'all got to do better. Start somewhere. Where you're gonna start? They already got all the fucking money, all the fucking power in government, all the fucking power in courts. What are we gonna? Where, what point are we gonna start at and put our foot God, down? I'm telling you. What, what, Put your necks on these motherfuckers, I man. I can't, man. I can't, man. And listen, Ooh. I'm going to calm you down a little bit because before we move on, let's not only forget, we mentioned it last week, I inventors. We're going okay. we to get on that. That's number six. You want to get on that? No, we're we need we going to stick on to the, the course of it. Remember, we're going to do that at number six. Number two, okay. we're going to see, again, I'm coming across a little aggressive. Yes, baby, but I'm it's upset. okay. I'm it's passionate. Okay. I'm passionate about this shit because I'm tired of the shit. Now, uh, I got this uh, uh, next segment labeled "Strong Black Women," okay? Because mm. that's what the fuck we are. That's what the fuck we are, y'all. Okay, and men. But I'm saying right now, this segment, we're going to concentrate on strong black women, women that are not afraid. See, this is an example, and it's another, a lot of people talking shit about this, too. A lot of people are talking shit about Fonnie Willis. Now, I'll be the first, uh, uh, I'll be the first to say, yep, that's number two. Okay, I'll be the first to say, I told y'all from the onset. What she did was disappointing. It was sloppy. She should have known better, right, than mm-hmm. to try to go up against the machine, okay, and not have her shit clean, period, point blank. I'm going to stand 10 toes down on that. She fucked up. She fucked up. She yeah. did. She fucked up. But let me tell y'all something. Your girl a bad bitch. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all hey, niggas said. She stood on that All shit. All y'all talking shit. She <laughs> knows the assignment. Mm-hmm. She knows she fucked up and she got yeah. to clean it up. And one thing about black people, boy, we know how to improvise. We know how to fucking make fucking lemonade from lemons. What? And that's exactly what Fonnie did. Your girl bad to death. <laughs> All y'all. And let me tell you what I get upset about, too. I got to say, I saw a lot of black women talking shit about this chick this week. And I'm like, how dare you? This Mm. black woman is being questioned about her personal business. Yeah, we know Mm. she fucked up. And that alone, the embarrassment and how they was going to ride her on it was enough. Yep. 
Now, if you could yeah. come now, how you crackers can offset that was to come with proof to mm-hmm. get her kicked off the case. What y'all did this week, instead of proving that what she did was fucked up and non-ethical or whatever the fuck, you want to fucking be nosy, because that's what you motherfuckers do. Y'all nosy as shit. <laughs> so nosy Y'all want to be nosy and pride into her personal business instead of mm-hmm. sticking to the point. And I tell y'all all the time, you're so nasty and so foul. And always uh, 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 trying to get somebody that you lose mm-hmm. focus and you drop the ball. You lose every time. You lose every time by being nasty. See, that white woman uh, uh, spent so much time and, and, and she, she act like she was fucking oh with a middleweight. God. She was acting like she was fucking with a middleweight. Mm-hmm. She was fucking with a heavyweight. Your girl, Fonnie Willis, is a bad bitch. And when I call her a bitch, when I shit. say bitch, I'm not saying that in a derogatory term. You know, we take mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. We take shit. And, 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 and like twist I said, it. twist that shit for the negative. Come on, man. But we take shit also as black people, and we make, again, lemonade from lemons. I'm not calling her a bitch as a derogatory it, firm. Right. She's a bad girl. That's oh, what the man. fuck. They That's tried to break her, couldn't I mean. do it. They tried to break her and they couldn't do it. She's too smart for him. She knows mm-hmm. she fucked up and she knew what she had to do. Now, let me tell oh. you, she used that oldest trick in the book. Now, good. We already know black people, we always say our grandparents, everybody do. Our grandparents, yeah, still hold shit uh, uh, under the bed, under the mattress, mm-hmm. in the walls. Mm-hmm. They do that shit for real in our community. Yes, you know what do. I'm saying? Look at Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin died with motherfucking checks underneath her couch hey, cushions. Man. You know what I'm saying? She didn't believe in banks. So that's mm. a great example. And her father, OG, this nigga oh, been around shit, for a long time. He know how to play the game. He taught his daughter well. Right. And right. the fact of the matter is, Fonny used the fact that the crackers are nasty. She know they be lying, cheating, and doing all this type shit. She used mm-hmm. that shit against the motherfuckers, and they didn't even know it. Oh, man. She played they motherfucking asses. And ain't nothing they can do about it. You know why? Because they don't have the proof they need in the first fucking place because they were so busy lying and worrying sure about what was. the fuck they doing. And you know what else is funny to me, Key? How the what? fuck y'all going to sit up? The, they say prostitution is the oldest profession. <laughs> yeah. No it ain't uh, Fucking in general Is the oldest profession It don't matter what, what fucking form it come in Y'all know good and well People date people on the job People come fuck on, with man. people on the job They doing it White people Look at that Harvey Weinstein We looking at it now with the sexual abuse They all come in on, these man. big ass corporations Fucking on the job What about that cracker boy we just found in, in, the, in Congress a couple of months ago having sex in one of the fucking um, 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 rooms in the Senate Bruh, building. Bro, this shit been going on, Motherfuckers man. Motherfuckers be at no. work having affairs, fucking over people. Look at the right. shit on CNN. What's your girl, Gene? Uh, uh, Dana Bash and, and John King, I think that's mm. his name. They had an affair at CNN. I think John was married, right? Bro, what they call that motherfucker when you at work more than anything? Like, that's my that's my work husband. That's yeah. my work wife. All that shit. Come on, man. Motherfuckers this shit going have on. affairs and shit at work. Of course, again, back to what I originally said. 
Fanny should have had her shit lined up better. Right. She, she knew they was were coming, sloppy. Though. She dropped the ball. But that also yeah. goes back to say, we ain't all perfect. We not Dead all is. perfect. Dead we, is. we make mistakes. She knows she fucked up. You know, her she daddy, fucked up, but she ready to clean that motherfucker up. You see how she was daddy, leaning back on that Her daddy what? told her ass, you know what to do, baby girl. Yeah, we gonna fuck him up. He was a his We gonna fuck him up. We gonna get out there. We gonna stick to our story. Yeah. We gonna keep our shit online, and we gonna ride out with this because they ain't got nothing to prove. What? Trust me, they sat back as a whole group and and Come did on, a whole man. timeline on who knows what, who saw what. Who was the enemy? They already man, knew that little we ugly this bitch. shit already, man. We already knew that little ugly bitch that came out to, like she was telling on that that, that the uh, uh, affair started back in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bitch looking like Dolly. I don't know if you remember Sanford and Son, right? When Grady was getting <laughs> married. Yeah, I mean it. You remember when Grady was Look. getting married to this little ugly lady named Dolly? <laughs> yeah, I know her hair with the glasses and her hair was straight. That's what that bitch was looking like, Dolly. <laughs> She's up dog. there lying and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at Cole. Go ahead, Cole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bitching up there lying and shit, talking about what she's seen. No, good and well, she mad. Uh, That's the only proof y'all bringing to the table out really? of all the years. Ain't no telling when their relationship started. The fact of the matter is, Cracker, you can't prove it. You can't prove that she fucking took no money out and paid for shit. That you can't prove the whole shit. Okay, stake. You can't prove that shit, so that's why y'all should have left that shit alone. She fucked up, y'all embarrassed the yeah. damn girl. She, you, you, you made her, uh, you scared her up. Well, yeah. We get it. Y'all got y'all little lick on on funny, but don't think y'all finna run that shit on my girl. She worked y'all motherfucking asses this week. Strong black woman that ain't afraid of you motherfuckers. That's what I love about that shit. And that's what her body her language shows. Her body language, her demeanor, Damn her right. delivery, the way she sat there at a slant with her fucking uh, That's uh, what I'm um, talking about. That old uh, school grandma shit. Lean back. Hell yeah, bitch was ready for the motherfuckers. They sloppy. And they young. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say young, but they, Mm-mm. they, you know what I'm saying? Like the the, the girl they that was doing that the, shit together, man. The girl, the little young white girl or whatever she was that was a questioning her. Questioning she's her, a yeah. fucking amateur in comparison that bitch ain't know to family. Fanny was feeding back on her ass. Right. She, she was stumbling. Yeah, she was stumbling because the bitch ain't thorough. You can't come up against a thoroughbred. Motherfucking Fanny oh, is a heavyweight in this shit. Come on, man. That girl daddy got her trained Lady well. strong as fuck, man. She done been harassed and all kind of shit, man. Right. Y'all did all that and Ever still didn't bring no Ever since she they been fucking with her. But guess what? She's stronger than a motherfucker. She got I their ass that. lined up and they don't like it. And you can see and another thing here. Black people yeah, talking yeah. shit. A lot of black people was talking about she was ghetto and she was this and she was that. That, that bitch, at me, all. she did what she needed to do. Oh, man. She handled their motherfucking asses. And you mad, black people? How the fuck can you sit up there and watch what Come just on, happened and still root for the white man? You see how the slave, on, man. the slave mentality is don't took over the minds of us? How are mm-hmm. we going to ever change, Key? Shit. They couldn't even Come give Fanny Willis props for cleaning up the mess she made. Goddamn. That's some hell of a shit, man. The girl and cleaned stood up on that it. shit. Stood on it. Yeah, I did that, but and. Yeah, bitch, we, we did this, bitch. This, this I Come paid on, for man. This. She played they motherfucking asses because they didn't do simple research. It is. They didn't do what they needed to do. They due diligence was sloppy as fuck. They were so busy trying to get, get, get the nigga, get the nigga, get the nigga, oh, get man. the nigga. And then, and, 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 and no 
couldn't prove that shit. That bitch played ch- chess on their ass. She played they monkey asses. And I loved every minute of it. Me too. It's entertaining. Speaking of <laughs> and, and speaking of another strong black woman this week, y'all, Letitia James. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm what, moving too fast. Uh-uh. I'm moving too fast. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Um, I got a clip. One of my most favorite parts of Fonny's uh, um, display of strong, black, proud. <laughs> Run that motherfucker. Run it, cool. So your office objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken when no, Mr. Wade. Well, no, no, no. Look. Uh, I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives you're confused you think i'm on trial these people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020 i'm not on trial no matter how hard you try to put me on trial okay period i love that part that was one of my favorite, that was my part. favorite part this week yeah yeah she, yeah she she checked that bitch like this the whole time she called that bitch a liar plenty times damn sure did and she was shaking the paperwork on her making bitch, up shit Got all them pretty documents all neatly Come typed on. up with Come bullshit on. on it to try to once again <laughs> embarrass her. They just want to find out what they doing. Because the girl making a lot of money. All the motherfuckers is making money, man. Mm-hmm. They, already don't want, they already don't want us in those positions. See, that's, that's another thing that they're not talking about. They already right. don't want us in them tight positions. But when we get them, oh, they want to scrutinize everything we do. When they just got finished leaving out the bathroom, fucking somebody. They're fucking, fucking a dick, as usual. Or they sucking a dick. Come Damn on, man. Right. Look Come at on, man. Look the white at, girls, they, they suck dick for the kids. Look Come at on, Monica now. Lewinsky in the White House. She up there sucking what? off Bill. You suck know what I'm dick. saying? And Again. they got the nerve to sit up and try Damn. to hold us to a different motherfucking standard. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? White bitches is known for sucking dick. Hell, Before they women, kiss you, you better black, believe it. Black women, truth be told, we wasn't doing that nasty ass shit like Hell that. Hell no. The white women started that <laughs> shit and, and, and told us how to do that shit. Well, I ain't hey, not us because I don't, I don't do that shit. She ended up being but. a trend is what it was. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Because I'm like, I ain't never heard nobody doing that dumb shit. I used to hear white girls doing that shit growing up. Man, that was a they white do it in a thing. minute. So my thing is, how dare y'all sit up for shit that y'all been doing for years? Stuff they're still mm-hmm. doing. Yep, still doing to this day. They try to hold us to a different standard. Yeah, she fucked up, but she cleaned Everybody it up. Everybody just don't and get caught. That's all that shit is. And key, it ain't got nothing to do with the price nothing of the Nothing to do China. with the mother- Guess what? Nope. Guess what? what? What's up? What's up? The fact of the matter is, Trump tried to steal an election. Right, that's what this shit all about. That's bitch. what this shit is about, bitch. That's what the she fuck said. Out of here. I'm not on trial, bitch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you motherfuckers is on trial for fucking trying to steal an election, but you trying to twist this shit and flip this shit and try to make this shit about me. No motherfucker, it's about you. That's the motherfucking smoking gun. Yes, ma'am. That was the smoking gun. All right. Because I can keep going about that, y'all. We got to keep it moving, y'all. Letitia James in New York. Let's hear this clip, and we'll go. Today, justice has been served. Today, we prove that no one is above the law. No matter how rich, powerful, or politically connected you are, everyone must play by the same rules. We have a responsibility to protect the integrity of the marketplace. And for years... Donald Trump engaged in deceptive business practices and tremendous fraud. Donald Trump falsely, knowingly, 
inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself, his family, and to cheat the system. Donald Trump may have authored the art of the deal, but he perfected the art of the steal. This long-running fraud was intentional, egregious, illegal, and he did it all of this, he did all of this with the help of the other defendants, his two adult sons and senior executives at the Trump Organization. And so, after 11 weeks of trial, we showed the staggering extent of his fraud and exactly how Donald Trump and the other defendants deceived banks, insurance companies, and other financial institutions for their own personal gain. We proved just how much Donald Trump, his family, and his company unjustly benefited from his fraud. Today, the court once again ruled in our favor and in favor of every hardworking American who plays by the rules. Donald Trump and the other defendants were ordered to pay $463.9 million. <laughs> that represents $363.9 million in disgorgement, plus $100 million in interest, which will continue to increase every single day until it is paid. <laughs> Say it with your chest, ho. She said that shit with her chest. That was reciting that shit like she a was, poem right now. She was proud than a motherfucker. I don't blame her. She em. said it with her chest. <laughs> Dead ass. You Let, heard it? Letitia James, y'all. I love that shit. Trump ass is through fucking dealing, man. Look. What? Empty your pockets, motherfucker. <laughs> All that lint you already got in it, bitch. His, his portion is like 354 Come million. Come on, bro. His son's. Um, it's four million each, and I think the other dude is a million. But yeah, <sighs> yes, she was Where another. Where you gonna buy that from, motherfucker? <laughs> she was another hmm. one this week that yes, did yes. her thing. Um, yes. You know, um, last week the judge ruled that he has no immunity in the January sixth yep. case. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and took strip shit from his ass. Yep, yep. They're coming down on him hard. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. They're they trying to be real extra and trying to do whatever they can do to get this nigga from up under the gun. Um, March 25th is when his first criminal trial yeah. starts. You heard about that, right? Yeah, they finna fuck him. Man, get him finding y'all. Get him. Uh, yeah, but that ain't that ain't the finding one, though. I know, but oh, I'm just okay. saying, I'm just stating she, yeah. she going to get his ass to Oh, yeah, trust. she right there, because this That's week we waiting on the judge now to see if he going to put Fonny off the case or not. But in other words, uh, Letitia got her man. Yeah. We got uh, uh, the judge did his thing last week because that was ignorant. I don't even know why he even tried it, trying to get immunity. Like, he could just <laughs> do what the fuck he want to do right. and just get away with it. They shutting his shit down slow but sure. It's a slow Shut process. It down, bitch. They throwing a lot of motherfucking daggers in the way. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of things in the, you know to try to slow this process down. But right. we chipping away. We got to keep uh, chipping what? away, man. Shit making progress is what we seeing on mm. your punk ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing the strong black woman series. Mm -hmm. Um, we got Monique. Now, Monique. remember we talked about her last week. Oh yeah, and um, I still, regardless, now we, she don't have some some more controversy come out. We're gonna talk about that, but mm. um, uh, going back to what we talked about with Monique last week, um, she's standing ten toes down on her shit. Let's let's mm. hear this clip right quick. 
I'm a bitch who gon' walk in what the fuck I said. And I owe two motherfuckers an apology because I communicated some shit wrong to them some years ago. Tyler Perry said I have to give him and Oprah Winfrey a public apology. And I'm gonna give it right now tonight in front of you niggas in Albany, New York. Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry, I wanna apologize for telling y'all to suck my dick. <laughs> Well, there's another one. Well, Share it with your chest, bitch. Well, well, this is the thing, though. You know, like, <laughs> when, when, she, when I heard that, I was like, well. Oh, wow. Well. Uh-oh. Even if Tyler Perry was going <laughs> to give her a check, <laughs> that nigga ain't giving her one now. Ain't getting it now. <laughs> hey, reject. He said, fuck, he suck my and dick. Suck my dick. And, and it's funny, though, but let me tell you what I like about that, y'all, because, again, <laughs> you know, I told y'all last week, Tyler and Oprah was wrong, man. They was wrong. Yeah, you know and, and, was, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, a lot of people sent me a bunch of DMs saying that, yeah, mm. Monique was out of line, disrespectful. But let me tell you something. You could tell you are the same people that mm. let crackers talk shit to y'all. Y'all yep. let motherfuckers get away with shit. The bottom line is, ain't nobody gonna take my motherfucking money. Yep, right? And, and, and my ability to make more money. Right? And get away with it. Like, why the fuck? Why she gotta be scared of Oprah and Tyler? They, yeah, we know they strong, they powerful, but guess I, I what? Give a fuck. They powerful in that industry. They not powerful <laughs> in your life. They're not powerful mm -hmm. in your life. They don't rule shit in your life. And you everyday people. I, I understand y'all don't get it. I know mm -hmm. y'all don't get it. Because y'all the same people that go to church and give your money to the pastor and hope that... <laughs> hope that hope they going to be there no, help y'all. No, hope that they going to be blessed to, 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 to get all these... Uh, uh, advantages in life and, yeah. and, and all this. No, it don't work like that. That's what I was it saying. It really don't work. And like I said, I get it for the for the mm -hmm. ones in the back that, that don't research, that, that hide behind shit, that let mm -hmm. white people get away and say and do anything to us. Look up to celebrities that are human, just like you. We try to bring that shit to y'all. And that's what I wanted to talk about too uh, um, this week, Key. What's Remember up? we was talking about this podcast and what this podcast stands for. Like we wanted to find something like a slogan or even have mm -hmm. a niche in this marketplace because the podcast realm is so vast. It's mm -hmm. millions of podcasts. And, and right. my thing is I figured out who we really are. You know who we really are? Who we really are, baby. Everyday people. Everyday people. We are. Sure are. I, we're not celebrities. Nope. We're not judges or political figures mm -hmm. or we're, we're none of that. We're everyday people mm -hmm. who actually read, who actually pay attention to our surroundings, pay attention to what's going on right. in the world. We to teach. We're mm -hmm. also fearless. Mm -hmm. Okay, because we're not scared. To what? say what's on our fucking mind. The same thing we wrote up in our podcast. Explaining mm -hmm. to the world who we are. I might have to go back and revent that because that's what we are. We are everyday people who have been through life, got a little wisdom. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? 
uh, uh, um, can see things from a diff- a different perspectives. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and bring straight facts to the table, like th- in, from the mind of an everyday person. Like instead of being uh, feeling like, oh, I'm just a nobody, or I just go to j- work every day. Um, uh, I'm just gonna do my contribution to society and go home. Uh, I'm gonna see stuff happen around me. I'm not gonna do anything about it. Uh, I'm gonna let the white man uh, uh, do and say what he wants to me. I'm just gonna be obedient. No. Mm-hmm. No, all of us are not built the same. So when I say we're everyday people, we're just coming from that angle and looking at stuff and analyzing stuff as an everyday person would be. We just happen to have certain qualities mm-hmm. that we feel like we can share and and hopefully make others around us aware and stronger. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Or not Absolutely. afraid to look at stuff and uh, and get a better understanding. Get a better understanding, right? Because I, I, I felt myself uh, when I was talking to these people this week in the DMs about Monique. It's mm. like, how can you sit up and and villainize Monique for mm. taking up for herself, for saying so. you you fuck me over and fuck you? I don't like right. it. Like why y'all feel like Speaking Oprah? Fucking mind, man. Why y'all feel like Oprah and Tyler don't need to be called a task on this? Why everybody? Because they rich? Because they got money? Just like your pastor? <laughs> your pastor got all the money, so that's why y'all let him do and say what he want and get away mm. with not helping and get other away people. With bullshit, right? Yeah. Not getting, not, yeah, not getting away, uh, getting away with, with not helping the sick mm-hmm. and shut in, or mm-hmm. people that's about to lose their houses and cars, making uh, uh, donations to right. different families that might need food. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you don't hold people with money to account. You just let them do what the fuck they want. No. Yeah, no. So yeah, I say as an everyday person, okay, you, all of you people. Especially the ones that wrote to me this week, taking up for Tyler, taking up for uh, 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 Oprah. You know, I, no, it don't work right. Right like is that. right, wrong is wrong, man. Call it what it is, y'all. We got to start right. from somewhere. It's too many double standards. You wouldn't let a regular motherfucker do that to you without curse. Uh, should I say a regular black motherfucker? Yeah, sure. a, a black person, y'all know how to go to hard as fuck. Show the fuck on out. each other. Yeah. But let somebody be richer than you, or look better than you, or got mm. more, uh, or, or got more power than you, or like you say, up in the pulpit while you down in the mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in the audience. Y'all look up to people, the wrong people. The wrong people. You right. need to treat these people just like you treat that nigga that that took your twenty dollars. <laughs> or that nigga that cut you off in traffic you, uh, A certain way and right. all that shit Or that nigga that just bumped you On the shoulder walking on the sidewalk right. Or even stepped on your fucking Brand new white tennis shoe Brand new tennis Treat them the same way mm-hmm. That's all I was Damn. saying That's the only point I ever made The girl that was ain't mad no Ain't nobody taking up for Monique Because Monique has issues and we've talked about mm-hmm. Monique's issues just like we're going to jump into this next segment about Monique and her son her son okay so ass. got his ass on TikTok come on man and started spewing family business Ranting now bullshit. people did not 
distinguish. They want to lump all of Monique's mm-hmm. shit in and say, oh, she this. We already, they all already mad with her about sticking up for herself with D.L. Hughley and Oprah right, and Tyler. Right. So now her son come up doing some shit that y'all know in the black community we would not stand for mm-hmm. as parents. Real right. black parents tell their kids, motherfucker. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm the same way. My what father, that? my father is a hustler. And mm-hmm. I'm not even or old hustler. He ain't no hustler no more. But that's what his right, profession was right. growing up. Right? Growing up, yeah. As mad as I've been with my father, you think I'm going to get my ass somewhere and, and get on the internet or go or and call get disrespectful. Or call, all that shit. Or call the authorities and tell on him? Right. Hell no. <laughs> In the black community, we know we don't fucking talk our business outside our house. See, Man. now we got this thing called the internet and TikTok and Instagram. People want to get on this shit and stop. So they freely doing shit. shit. Yep. Now, Monique said, and, and, and we're going to talk about Monique because I, I, I want to just clarify. Mm-hmm. And I think I mm-hmm. did last week when I told y'all, it's things I don't like about Monique. You I did. don't like her calling her husband daddy. I think daddy, the shit is, yeah, I don't like that. Thing. I hate that with a passion. Mm-hmm. I, um, I also, um, I mean, she's, and, and we know females like Monique that mm-hmm. put their husband on a pedestal, on a pedestal. and feel like they right, got a right, prize right, right. and pumping her husband up. Okay, that's fine and dandy. Okay, right. a lot of black women do that. All right. And I'm talking about black women because I'm black, I'm a black woman and I'm speaking mm-hmm. from, 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 you know, wisdom. Stuff mm-hmm. that grew up, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, doing and knowing. So we know that Monique have a lot of problems stemming from her childhood. She was molested yeah. by her brother. You know, she had issues with Oprah about having her fan, her mother and father on mm-hmm. Oprah, knowing that she had beef with her mom. She right. You know what I'm saying? And she was mad that Oprah exploited that. Exploited her shit, yeah. So I get all of that. I get mm-hmm. all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So we know from that that there there are problems within Monique's atmosphere. Correct. That something, even though she's a strong black woman and ain't scared mm-hmm. to talk shit and mm-hmm. do her thing, because again, that's a defense mechanism, believe it or not. She said yeah. it herself. Being big and black, she had to fight she had to, yeah. and, and yeah. go through, you know, she had to harden herself. I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You do have to harden yourself to a certain extent to defend yourself because society is rough. Is. But at the end of the day, all of us know as a as a black community, we don't go outside our home telling people our personal business. Her son got on. Now, remember, this nigga said he started out with 25 followers on TikTok or some shit like that. Yeah, and he kept going back and forth. After he went on there and ran his mouth about his mom, him and his mom's mm-hmm. relationship, and his relationship about his mom, his shit jumped up to 25000 or something like that right, overnight, right. or 12000 or something like that he called off, right? In other words, it went from twenty five up to 12000 plus. Thousands, yeah. Okay, so... And then he also made a comment after he said what he had to say because he called himself getting on there uh, uh, correcting something that his mother had said about him. Clean shit up and all that. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. also said that he wasn't going to get back on the internet. That he was going right to say his little shit and be done. Mm-hmm. 
Nope. Now this motherfucker don't get back on and this nigga don't got about two, yep. three more TikToks still talking shit about his mom. Yep. Now I said all that to say this. I know people said Monique said a boy was slow or, or, or something like that, that he got mental <laughs> issues. If y'all don't see from this third, at least the third TikTok that something is off with this boy. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong with this boy. Now, yeah, Monique might have said that shit to be funny and back him down or whatever, whatever. But she know mm-hmm. mamas know their child. They know their they, they yeah. children. They know their children. Number one, the boy ain't have no business getting on the internet. But since he did, you know Monique was gonna get on and counteract that shit on, as man. if any mother would. Let one of my kids get on this motherfucker talking shit. I'm going to get my ass on there and talk shit, too. I'm also telling motherfuckers, get y'all monkey asses hey. off this internet and talk to what? me. Since Why when, reach through that motherfucking shit out Since when we get on the fucking internet and start talking family business. That part. I, I, I don't get that part. That now, shit I, was I, I fucked up. I don't get them talking on, across the internet instead of calling, calling each coming other to see me or something. going to each other's house and getting this right. shit laid out. Right. They need right. to be in therapy somewhere. That's what I said. And they need therapy bad. Bad. It's sad. Monique need therapy. Yeah, that's what, a, that's what that's Monique what else Monique need a from. personal therapist. She mm-hmm. need a marriage therapist. Mm-hmm. She need a family, family therapist. Because like we hearing about the, the oldest son we ain't even got to the other sons. She got. What? They might come out with some shit. These this family needs yeah, they, help. They need help, and they need to keep this shit off the internet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that that Monique and her son shit because it's like since when we we get on there and start talking about our parents, like we don't oh, do man. that in the black household. We don't mm-hmm. do that type shit on, on the shit. internet. And then want to get an attitude when we start having an opinion here. You brought the shit to the internet. Oh, Lord Jesus. Look, what she say? Where you show out at, motherfucker? Where you All show right out at is where you going to get it, motherfucker. Where you going to get it at? <laughs> <laughs> so when he kept getting on the internet, he was doing all that shit. When he said he wasn't going on, he went back on. He was doing all that shit in one day. I don't know what how the time span. So they were saying something about the motherfucker look like he kept changing shirts and shit. <laughs> no, why? What I'm saying, he didn't even change her. Ain't that the same shirt he had on last time? <laughs> hey, they say he looks so like he was doing know. this motherfucker shit in a closet and shit. Yeah, it was in a closet. You could tell it was this, in a closet. This motherfucker trip. This, this motherfucker don't even got a proper closet. This motherfucker yes. got. Who who got a closet with motherfucking uh, uh, curtains hanging in the motherfucker? What? It wasn't a bit of neon glowing in the motherfucker. <laughs> Retarded ass. That nigga boy. got his studio set up in his closet, and that's okay. fine if that's if you if that's how you got your soundproofing and all that. But yeah, yeah. Clean yeah. the motherfucker up at least. <laughs> but, hey man, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, something wrong with the motherfucker. That was something wrong, man. Like if y'all can't tell that, look, I ain't no doctor, but I I, okay. I know enough to know your boy something wrong, and he got. A smart ass mouth, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm she sure probably and, and Monique is a type of mama that that's wild at the mouth and don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. She probably mm-hmm. don't curse that nigga out and what? emasculated his ass. He feeling some type of way, you know what I'm saying? And he just talking shit. It's a lot to that. Lot and to I'm that not shit, saying yeah. that Monique is right in what how she handled him. We yeah, don't. We don't really but but know. guess what? Yeah. We don't know. It ain't our business. Who cares? Right. I, at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? For real, for that, real. That's the part. Somebody need to tell his ass that. Boy, get your ass off this get TikTok. Get your ass off the internet. And sit yeah. your ass. We don't give a fuck. You and your mama need to go to therapy. 
Get the fuck off off the internet with this shit. And who the fuck is following him but a bunch of losers oh, wow. with, with money issues? That's got to be what it is. Sign up, it, fuck, it, nigga. That's all it is. Little tender dick. <laughs> that's what it is. Little tender. What would you say? Tender love. That's what he need. <laughs> but anyway. Spike that nigga ass, boy. He needs something. He need love. Give him a hug. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Give him a fucking hug. But anyway, continuing on the strong black woman. All right, okay. so y'all look. This week we went to see Bob Marley. Damn, boy, the, the one see. love. It came out on Valentine's Day. Hey. So that was me and Mean Jean. We had our little Valentine. We had our you, little date. You enjoyed yourself. Yeah, it was nice. It was real nice, y'all. But um, a lot of controversy within the family. Now, I'm not going to speak on it. I'm privileged mm. to know a Marley. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's a bit of controversy going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not at liberty to say anything, but uh, I just wanted to put my two cents in because I realized what this movie was about and I understand what other family members might be feeling. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say family members, y'all know Bob Marley was was, was a, a very um, free <laughs> individual. <laughs> With the D. Free love. <laughs> y'all my one love. That shit should be free okay. love. You, you know, yes, he was. Um, you know, this movie was about his childhood. <laughs> um uh, his his wife Rita Marley. That's another strong black woman. Mm-hmm. Is why I said speaking of strong black woman, um, Rita Ooh. Marley was portrayed as a strong black woman in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this movie concentrated on um, um, his childhood, the mm-hmm. violence that was happening in Jamaica at the time. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Let me see how he met his wife, Rita, how okay. she was a part of the group, how he left Jamaica. And you know what? I don't want to go too much because I think yeah, a lot yeah, of people I'm, ain't I'm even seen it, it yet. But what, but what I wanted to uh, point out was this movie, uh, Rita Marley, we saw how strong she was. And I'm saying that as a wife. For her to mm, take mm. in his illegitimate children. Mm. Right? You gotta be strong. You know what I'm saying? To yeah, do some you, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's what this movie was more about. Him, his childhood, him meeting her, mm-hmm. um, their love, uh, you know, showing uh the controversy around the violence and how he had to leave Jamaica and and um go over to London where he cut his album Exodus. And it, mm-hmm. it's around that time frame. And a lot of the family members I'm hearing are upset because it wasn't it, it, it didn't give you a full picture. And when you look at the reviews on One Love, you'll see that it's not his whole entire life story, y'all. It's kind of like a fast forward through Leaving out Specific situations And when I say that 
I know everybody want to know about all the women and all the babies. That's what I wanted to see. <laughs> we didn't see none of that in the film. So that's why people are upset because their people were left out. You know, but that's not what it was about. To be honest, Rita's children executive produced this movie. So, of course, they're going to hone in on their mother and their father because that's what they know personally. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's a little bit about uh, the movie. But it was good overall. Um, we went and listened to it, Dolby. So we heard, you know, you can hear the music real good and the bumping and, the, mm -hmm. you know, we spent mm -hmm. more time jamming, you know, uh, dancing to the music yeah, than anything. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was a good story told by, you know, Rita's children. This is put that in perspective. And as oh, long okay. as you keep that in perspective, then you can glide through the movie and understand okay. it. Because a lot of people was giving it unfair criticism. That's what I oh, call it. Wow. Because of, I'm you know, check it, out. it I'm left out it a out lot. Myself. It wow. left out a mm -hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wait. I can't wait. Oh, so what? Hey. Yeah, we hear a little bit of it in the yeah, background. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was good, y'all. Y'all go check it out. What do you do? Mm-hmm. All right. Our next story. Beyonce. <laughs> now. <laughs> Another thing I'm going to talk about right quick. I know y'all don't heard of the controversy with Beyonce mm -hmm. coming out with her country music. Right? Yes. Yeah. A lot of white people talking shit. You had a radio station talking shit saying mm. that they don't play Beyonce. They play country music. Trying to be mm -hmm. funny. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of people in the news and in the industry, in the country mm -hmm. music industry, mm -hmm. That did not do their research also. Here we go again, black folks and you know, people. Don't do that research. <laughs> Country music. I mean, all music. All music. There you go. There you all go. All music. See, what you white folk need to understand, and I know y'all like the whitewash shit, but you can't. Because mm -hmm. it's always going to be somebody like us here to remind you, motherfuckers, that we did it first. This is our <laughs> shit. Come like, on, man. I know y'all hate that shit. I know y'all hate it, but you cannot erase <laughs> history unless you're going to just drop the atomic bomb and the, without killing us because all y'all going with us. If you drop it on all the niggas, all you motherfuckers going with us because y'all right around us. Y'all all around us. Mm -hmm. So you can't get rid of us. We're here. And we're going to always, again, we're trying to get more people like us that's not afraid to tell you motherfuckers that we... Did it first. This is our shit. Country music don't belong to the white man. You big dummy. Like, the <laughs> audacity of you motherfuckers to try to take everything? Y'all want Come everything. Y'all got, y'all don't stole all the, all the money. You got all the power. Mm -hmm. You're making the laws. You pretty much ruled this bitch. So, mm. you want to take every fucking thing? Of course. God damn. Country music was our shit. Beyonce is just as entitled mm -hmm. to do country as Dolly Parton and Willie Nelson. She yeah. was born and raised in Texas. That's number one. 
and her roots. The girl is the, mm. what I think Beyonce is doing too is showing you motherfuckers. First of all, there's nothing that she can't do as a strong black woman. She can do it all. The girl got a voice. She's talented. She can write. And she's rich as fuck. She got all the fucking uh, uh, things that you all cringe. White mm-hmm. people cringe at the fact of a Beyonce. They they only, it, it couldn't be a lot of Beyonce's because they would just crawl up and just die. Come on, man. That's how intimidated they are when a black person has power, talent. That's why Jay-Z stand up so motherfucking tall Come and strong. On, that nigga got a lot of confidence because he got because he in that realm. See, when yep. you get so much money and you get a little power and clout, see, the only problem I got is you're selfish with the shit. And we're going to talk about that next week. We're going to talk about individualism and materialism mm-hmm. next Important. week. Right. But the fact of the matter is, you can get on the Grammys and talk shit to them crackers like Jay-Z did when you got money and power, oh, power. and talent. Yes. Yes. When you know your worth. And that's all we were trying to say here on Black Radio Uncensored. We want to get all black people to have that same sense of worth. That, hey, you can say and do what you don't let nobody fuck over you. That's basically it is. That's basically it. Yeah. That's basically all it is. You got the power to stop a lot of this shit. The reason why white people get a, get away with a lot of shit they do is because you don't check their ass. That's you what? don't try to compete with them. We talked about that last week. Competing. Mm. You got to know that you're worthy to stand in the ring and compete with any white man. Other cultures do it. The Asians do it. The Arabs do it. The Jews do it. All of them, they don't let white people, the Europeans, just mm-hmm. just do what they want and 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 hold all the cards and the power. They distinguish themselves. They demand they respect. Jews do that shit hard. Yes, they do. See, they had the Holocaust. They, they, you know, they, 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 they got their reparations. They had the Holocaust. They to this day, they demand respect, decorum. They, they demand they fucking respect. Black people don't do that, mm-hmm. and we Mm-mm. got we got dealt the worst of it. Indians do that shit. You know, the East Indians, yeah. not yeah. the West yeah. Indians, the East Indians. Look it up if you don't quite know. All of these groups. Of people, right? Mm-hmm. Demand respect against yeah, the white man. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody do it but us. And that's the problem I have. And it's one of the reasons why we say and do what we do on this podcast every week. Just to instill that. It'll get it. Might not get millions of people, but we touching, like I said, one at a time. But getting back to Beyonce, go ahead, Key, and give us some of that history. Hey, man, I wanted to break this down to y'all. She ain't just started doing no motherfucking country either, okay? She started uh, country back in 2016. One of her songs was called Daddy Lessons. That was a part of her sixth album of Lemonade. Come on, man. She was, uh, her upbringing was in Houston, Texas. Okay, upbringing oh, was in Houston, Texas. Why? Why wouldn't she want to do country? She's talented like that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay? Now, in reality, country music was in the U.S. began with black people. Y'all know that, right? We, I hope we, they know. We, come on now. I hope they know. No, nah, they don't know. You know they don't know. And more specifically, the story of the country begins with what the what the the, the band, what you call the guitar, the banjo, the banjo. The, the banjo. There you go, there you go. Mm-hmm. That was a that was in modern day the descendant of the West African instrument. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that either. Come on, now. Eh? Let me read a little bit of this. Read got, read a little bit of what side. you what your input. Code. Similar to other genres of music like rock, jazz, and pop, country music is indebted to African and African American traditions. However, yeah. commercial decisions mm. by white industry executives led to to the exclusion from the genre for decades. Do you know yeah. Deford Bailey? Deford. D-E-F-O-R-D, D-Ford mm. Bailey, mm-hmm. made history as the Grand Ole Opera's first black performer and country music's first black star. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's stuff now. they don't want you to know. Country music is known for its use of the banjo, which originates in Africa. The banjo yeah, was yeah. created yeah, by yeah. enslaved people and their descendants in the Caribbean and North America from earlier... Th- from the earliest references in the 17th century through the 1830s, the banjo was exclusively known as the mm-hmm. African-American tradition with a West African heritage. The banjo standardized and appropriated and spread to white audiences via minstrel and blackface shows. Mm-hmm. which deeply influenced the rise of hillbilly music, a term which would later be rebranded as country music. Um, the blackface performer, um, Emmett Miller's Lovesick Blues, inspired mm-hmm. country music singer Hank Williams' own rendition of the song, which is still one of the most beloved songs in this country. See what I'm saying? The majority of songs that early hillbilly artists played were inherited and adapted from black origins, like enslaved people's spirituals, fill songs, religious hymnals, and the works of black songwriters. See what I'm saying? History. All of this stuff. And stuff that they don't want you to know. Mm-hmm. Almost 50 African-American singers and musicians um, wrote and appeared on commercial hillbilly records between those years. Because music was not white, was not, because the music was not a white agrarian tradition, despite the phenomenon passed back and forth between the races. <sighs> Come on, man. All right. Let Come me on, y'all. This one little bit. Uh, as hillbilly music became a commercial product in the 1920s, record labels started dividing their releases into hillbilly mm-hmm. records and race records under the assumption that consumers bought music according to their race. Many of the black performance on performers on hillbilly records went uncredited and were even scrubbed from marketing images in favor of white stand-ins. The genre quickly positioned as authentic return to the music of idyllic, rural, white, mountain, south, 
in the direct opposition to the black modern dance music of the era. Hmm. The marketing marketing meant that many black artists were moved to the margins Mm -hmm. of country music, even if they remained influential behind the scenes. Look at mm-hmm. this shit. Like, okay. this, I can read. I, I don't want to bore y'all with all, all this All day literature. we can keep going on. This on but y'all stuff, get it. Yeah, this is stuff that you can go and research, mm, y'all. Research. The bottom yeah. line is, this is our music. It came from us. Not from you, not from white people. So, shut the fuck up. Talking shit about why Beyonce do it. She can do what the fuck she want to do. She's a fucking she music do. artist. She can do what she want. Right. I believe this is Renaissance too. Will be a country. I think Renaissance was mm-hmm. the house music that she dedicated to her uncle. Mm-hmm. The uh, mm-hmm. book two or act two is, is going to be country, and we're we're um, alleging right now that Renaissance three will probably be rock music. So although we're gonna we're gonna hear more shit from them when she start doing the, the the other genre of music, which again we're assuming or alleging right now is going to be rock. Uh, daddy, she can say what the fuck she want to say. That's you better it. like it. That's it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, there's many other black uh, uh, artists out there that's doing country shit. T Pain that went country on their ass too. <laughs> and and um, K Michelle and, and K Michelle, um, Lil Wayne, uh, they did real good. They doing it. Yeah, they fucking got talent, man. If you're talented, we can do what we want. That's my point. You don't fucking push us in the corner and tell us what we can do. Basically, what you trying to do? Music segregation? That would it sound like to me. Come oh, on, man. Only white people can do country. Uh, only black people can do R&B. Listen. Shit. Don't we hey. embrace uh, uh, the, the white R&B artists? What you a John B. <laughs> shit. And uh, um, who else? Um, um, Robin Thicke. Um, Nelly. Shit, Nelly done doing country. He's singing it too. He rapping the shit and all. Oh, you talking about country? Did you know grandma? that? What was that album? What was the country grandma? I don't know, but he yeah. was he was he was damn <laughs> rapping that country shit. But like I said, shit. I'm just uh, saying, uh, we um, embrace we embrace white come on, people. A lot of things that we on already used to rap. Bitch. Look at the white people rapping. Come on, man. Right. We, not, we, we ain't got a problem with Eminem. We make Fuck all the jokes. We make all the jokes because they're not, you know, uh uh, uh like mm. Vanilla Ice wasn't thorough. Come Vanilla on, come Ice on, was a clown. Okay? But Eminem, he gets props. He rap. You know, people saw people talk, yeah. you know, shit against Eminem. Eh, 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 but but eh, Eminem is good. I don't care what nobody he's good. says. He's he good at right. what he, he do. He, he's fucking talented. And, and 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 let me rephrase that, motherfucking. Uh, Lil Wayne was doing rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, Run DMC, put your boys on. Um, yeah, right. Aaron Smith? Who Back in that? the day. Back in the day. Wow, that's wow. Aerosmith, Smith, <laughs> yeah. So it's like John was part with the, their, their musicians. They're doing music. Shit. Yeah. That's so all that, they doing. that was ignorant, man. But I, I see the Beehive shut that shit down. Somebody shut it down because <laughs> the radio station that was talking shit, they, um, mm-hmm. they ended up apologizing and right. or trying to back paddle, talking about they ain't mean it that way. They didn't know this and they didn't know that. So now I guess they're playing her songs, her two songs. But yeah, they 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 started off the week talking shit, and I was like, man, this is not gonna end well for them. Mm. And it didn't. And nope. they, they 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 flipped it real quick. All right, what else we got next, y'all? We got. Do we, do we got time to go ahead and go over our little five inventors? Oh yeah, go quick. ahead, go ahead. Yes, can, let's, can we do that real quick? Yes, Just quickly. Let's do that. Okay. Yes. So starting off with the venture of the mop, eighteen ninety three, Thomas W. Stewart invented the mop. 
Okay. The electric railway system, Branville T. Woods, 1887. Mm. Bicycle frame. Y'all know Isaac R. Johnson, 1812. The love bicycle I, I love frame. a bicycle. Hmm. Yeah, the frame of the bike. Mm -hmm. it's made by a black the man. The gas mask. Mm -hmm. huh? I was just saying, yeah, made by a black man, y'all. Mm -hmm. That part. And the gas mask. Hmm. By Garrett Morgan, 1916. All right, hold on. Garrett Morgan. Didn't we talk about him when he with the traffic light? Now hear that yeah, name he, before? I, I, hey, let's let's make sure. Let's double check who that was because yeah. I, I, I got that down. Look, look under the stoplight and see who that was. I think you said Garrett Morgan for him too last week. Uh, let's double check. Let's make sure on that. I know. Let's see what Garrett else said. Garrett invented. Look Garrett for the Morgan. traffic light. Yeah, we got to make sure. Here we go. I'm just saying he was, he was a talented brother. If that was the same. I think I heard he that Gary name He invented the traffic light. Uh, he became Virgil Wiley. Yeah. Um, Morgan experienced driving through the streets of Cleveland and what led him to invent the nation's first. Right. Uh, yes. Three position traffic right. signal. Right. That's what yes, I thought. Yes, See what I'm yes, saying? Yes, See how yes, I picked that up, y'all? I hope y'all are picking these uh -huh, little inventions up. Uh -huh. Just, you know, we're just trying to uh, bring something. Since it's Black History Month, you know, we're just putting spotlight on different inventions done by us. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that you right. never thought of, like the bicycle frame. Like she's saying, the gas mask. This dude was versatile. This nigga was smart. On, man. How you go from the damn traffic light to the gas mask? Gas this nigga mask. was serious. Hey, and we got one last, go ahead. last but least, the bottle caps that go on drink sodas and everything or, yeah. you know, juices. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Armas Long and Albert A. Jones invented this, y'all. Okay? Hmm. And they patented it. Gene, you asked that last week. Did anybody patent any of their uh, brand adventures copyright? Yes, they did. They patented yeah. their Yeah, well, that's good. Nobody, nobody yeah. stole his shit because, you know, they steal shit. So, yeah, that's, that sound good. Mm-hmm. Okay, and right. that that's it for right now. That's it. We we'll got some more coming up for, for y'all next Black week. History yeah. month, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was good. Good ones. All right. Um, next up on the list, Jada. You want to talk that about that? Kind of went over everybody's head. I don't know if y'all realize that or not. Um, oh hold on for a second. I ain't hear a lot of people talking about it now. They went mm -hmm. off on her. They was laughing like shit. Hold on. In the comments and shit. Hold on. Um, this story came out, I want to say, last week, early last week. Mm. You know it. Child. We got to play that. Play it. Anytime Jada come up. <laughs> now listen to this, y'all. Jada Pinkett Smith had a ter terrifying incident go down in her Los Angeles area home earlier this week. Now, this was over a week ago, y'all. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, they were saying that somebody had them broke in, and she scared them off. You want to read some of these comments, <laughs> Key? <laughs> hey, yeah, let me, let me, let me go there because I thought it was hilarious. I'm going to hip y'all to something right quick. That a lot of people <laughs> oh. were talking about this incident, and they kept saying, um, where was Will? Mm -hmm. But go ahead and read some of the comments. Hold on, we'll let, me, let, me, let me get to it. Let me get to it. 
Cause uh, they was saying some funny ass shit. The motherfucker was even saying shit. She, she would, she, she probably was trying to have sex with him. Or she probably one of the comments that really made me laugh was that she probably probably brought up Tupac and that motherfucker <laughs> scared him off. Hold on, let's get let's get the goddamn. Somebody else off. said we'll slap them away. <laughs> Somebody yeah, saying, go ahead and say that one of the shit for me. So, so look, this is the part I was gonna get on. Hold on, while you looking for your little yeah, comments, yeah, hold yeah. on here for the comments. I haven't let that. I'm trying to hear him get Somebody to that said shit. she knew them. See, anytime Jada is brought up, we side eyeing her ass. That's number one. Yeah. We're gonna side eye because we can't believe nothing this bitch say. Now, whether y'all here believe it or not, I don't think her and Will living together. Cause a lot of these comments yeah. kept asking, well, where was Will? Does she live alone? I think they're separated. Um, I think mm. they, like they said, supposedly it's supposed to be trying to get back together, but I believe they was living in two different, um, mm. two different um, places. Because mm. like you had mentioned to me, Key, when we talked about this, they live on a fucking compound. Come on, man. Will's Full house. Y'all look up, Google his, Will's and, and Jada's house. Um, I want to say that house is in Calabasas. Um, don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Don't. You need to research. That's yeah, a yeah, compound yeah. they live on. Yeah, all right. Bro, Ain't right. nobody sneaking on that compound on, like that and breaking in. Nobody, no. Jada is living, I'm, okay, allegedly, allegedly, Jada is living by herself, y'all. They're not, to, she's not living with Will. They're in two separate residences. She lives somewhere in L.A., Somewhere where break-ins are uh, happening fast mm -hmm. and furious. And when I say that, it's the, you know how they be living close together in those little right. neighborhoods. And they be running in and out and running up on people, get jumping up. And I want to say something about one um, part I wrote, uh, uh, um, um, heard is that they came up on her balcony. That can let you man. know right then and there, they're not talking about the compound in Calabasas. They're mm -mm. talking about... Another residence that she live in that she might have a balcony or she's somewhere where, you know, everything they describe is unlike the big family house right, that right. looked like the Fred Flintstone's house. It looked like it's made of stone or, or some shit what? like that. It, it, it looked like a uh, that's that money boy. A Mexican house. Mm -hmm. What they call that shit? You know what I'm trying to say. Shit looked like it was built in Arizona some goddamn Yeah, home. that's what it looked like. An Arizona-inspired mm. looking mm. house. That's not who broke... That's not the, the situation. I guarantee you, if y'all dig deeper and research, y'all will find out that that didn't happen in that big house, in the family house mm. is what I'm going to call mm. it. That happened in her little bachelorette pad. You still ain't found it, J-Man? Yeah, I found it. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, okay, I'm go ahead. You, letting you, you speak. Okay. They say that shit. Mother was saying shit like, it was big and Tupac. <laughs> they say that she needed attention. <laughs> they yeah. were saying she was a bunch of lies. Yeah. As usual. They said she plotted and hired them to get back in, 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 in the news cycle. She just won't fucking attention, y'all. Yeah. She taking shit too far. Taking it too damn far. Hell no, nah, I don't want that rotten ass pussy. She full of shit. <laughs> Again. And, 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 and I, I don't believe nothing she's saying. And if she did do a bitch, you staged it. Because ain't no way in hell. Come on, man. You call it rotten. You ain't living that freely. 
It be acting like she, she motherfucking living somewhere just in the hood some goddamn She can't give it away at this point. Nobody ain't fucking with Jada like that, man. The man, man. She, I don't know what she doing. She trying to get attention. She need attention. a therapist, man. She tripping. Mm-hmm. But yeah, y'all. Yeah, that's so that's all I got for right now. We're at that mark. Okay, so let's do our clown dogs then. Let's hit them with it. There you go. Because I got some. Go I ahead, got some now. Go ahead with the clown okay. dogs. Okay, Let, let's do the attorneys that tried uh, funny. Yep. All okay. of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them. Mm-hmm. Let's do Trump. Mm-hmm. Let's do motherfucking uh, 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 what, uh, uh, Monique's son, dumbass. Yes. Come on, man. Yeah, he a real Come clown on. dog. We're going to still do Oprah and Tyler. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Perry. We got to. Yep. We got to. Let's do the radio station with that bullshit yep. with Beyonce. They didn't want to play her shit. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who, who else can we add on the list? Shit, that about You don't buy hit them all. I didn't buy hit them all, didn't I? Yep. Yep. I think so. We got, um, all, <laughs> hey, oh, and for ooh. anybody that stands... Ooh, For the motherfucking Star Spangled Banner. There it is. I was going to say all, all y'all, y'all motherfuckers are clown dogs. Sign up for niggas. Okay. All right. Do we got some birthdays? You want to give some shout outs, baby? Yes. First of all, before I do the birthdays, y'all, let me do a rest in peace to Ederlene oh. DeBarge. Oh, um, yeah. Ederlene DeBarge, the, that, rest in peace. She died matriarch. in her sleep yesterday. Yes, the matriarch of the DeBarge family. Mm-hmm. Um, she was 88 years old. Uh, she died in her sleep per Bunny, mm-hmm. her daughter, Bunny DeBarge. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had um, you know, ten kids from the white man, um, mm-hmm. yeah. the DeBarge family or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. rest in peace to Ederlene DeBarge. Mm-hmm. Um, we got two birthdays we gonna give it up to this week. Um, Bill Russell, his birthday was on the twelfth of February, so that was last week. And of course, today, y'all, happy birthday goes out to Michael Jordan. Hey. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. That sounds great right there. Yep. And we got a... one more birthday now. Tomorrow is Dr. Dre's mm-hmm. birthday. So I'm going to be putting him up on oh, our yeah, Instagram. Yeah, on our Instagram and our Facebook this week. But um, Dr. Dre's birthday is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's see who else's birthday is coming up. It's coming up soon. Possibly miss um, this week. Oh, Smokey Robinson birthday is on Monday. So, yeah, we'll get to them next week. We'll do some shout-outs. But, yeah, Dr. Dre is tomorrow. So, again, happy birthday to everybody. Anything else you want to add, cousin? No, not, not really, man. I, I enjoyed the goddamn podcast and the history. I hope a lot of people is going to do their research. And let's do better, black folks. We do need to do better, man. Come on, man. Don't worry about it. That's so annoying. But anyway, y'all, thank you again for listening. Um, Anything else, cousin? Hey, hell no. I'm kind of mad this week. I ain't really got too much to say because I'm still mad about that Star Spangled Banner. 
Oh, I know. I'm, I, I'm tired I got of preaching and saying it. the same thing over and over again. But oh, I do boy. appreciate the listeners and people that mm-hmm. follow, people that get it, people that mm-hmm. understand it, people that ain't, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, researching and trying to do better. You know, I mm-hmm. do appreciate all y'all that's trying. But for the most part, you know, I'm, I'm not really happy this week, to be honest. Shit made I know. To the bad, know. bad taste in my mouth with that. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully we reached and teach today. That's a good one, reached and teached. Yes, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Those who you didn't get it, you gonna get it, motherfucker, because <laughs> we gonna drill this shit. <laughs> Every week. But other than that, hey, y'all, enjoy. Have a great evening. Or good morning to some of you that's on a different time schedule. That's true. Cause we, we love we you. We worldwide. We worldwide. Yeah, this is what I said, what I said, and I said with my chest, bitch. Hey, this is it, y'all. This is Key. And this is Ro. Black Radio Uncensored. Thanks for tuning in to Black Radio Uncensored. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. And we'll see you next time.